Welcome to the Tell It Abs It Is podcast, your home for everything Colorado Avalanche on the Hockey Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Griffin Youngs and Christian Boulay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Griffin Youngs, joined by Christian Boulay, as always, and we are continuing our player review slash preview series Continuing on with the third line, talking about J.T. Comfort, Jimothy Timothy, and he was certainly a guy on the team last year. That's, he was. That's, that is something I can definitely say for sure about J.T. Comfort in the regular season. In the playoffs, he didn't score a ton, but when he did, all of them were bangers. All of them were bangers. Uh, I mean, even in regular season, he had 18 goals. I think he set a career high. Yeah, and goals. career high in goals and career high in points at a whopping 33. Wow, Alex Newhook had the same amount of points. I know, I was looking at that right before we rolled on this one. We were talking like, oh, Alex Newhook at 33, it's pretty good. We we're talking about comfort, like, oh, 33, that's, I mean, he's there. Yeah, I mean, 18 goals for JT Comfort, though, is is a step forward compared to last year where I thought he really struggled. Um, yeah, the we all kind of forgot like the 18 points in 48 games. The, the, that 10 goals from previous season is very inflated. From yeah. like that, did he have the hat trick at like the end of the season and yes. like two goals against Vegas and like the yep. final three games of the year? Correct. Like he could have finished that season with like five goals. Yeah, he did not have a good year. This was a little bit of a bounce back year. Um, he's a guy who. We know what JT Comfort is. Yeah. We know what he's going to be. He's a good player for the Avs. He's 27. Um, like, and he's and he's been here for a while at this it, point. It's actually kind of weird how long JT Comfort's been here at this I point. I mean, he's probably what, like the fourth longest tenured Av at this point. And when you think about it, like outside of like the core, like, yeah. Yeah, he's probably like he's he's one of them. Um, and we know JT Comfort is he's a fine player. He's a great third line center, um, who's getting paid like a second line center. Um, so that's really where the conundrum comes in. Um, cause he's making what 4 million a year, three and a half, three and a half. Okay. Maybe I'm, I'll take back the second line center money, but he's, they, he's a guy who- they expected him more to jump into that, like at least fringe second line role with that three and a half. And it's the, this is the final year of that four year contract. And it's just never really happened. It's not like Comfort's ever really been bad outside of that one season, Last year, not last year, you know what I mean by last year, not last year, the year before the, the the shortened season. He's never been truly bad. He's really just kind of stayed the same. And that's not all a bad thing. Let's like 18, 19, he went 16, 16, 32 points. Next season, he played, I should also say, he played 66 games that year. Next year, 67 games, he went 11 and 20, 31 points. Has the, the bad season, 48 games, 10 goals, 8 assists, 18 points. And last year, 18 goals, 15 assists, 33 points. So if you take the the 18-point season out of there, he's really just kind of had the same season over and over again with like 
little bit better here, maybe a little bit worse here in certain areas. He's He's been kind of consistent. And honestly, that's kind of refreshing talking yeah. about sometimes. Our guy's like, yeah, you know, he's good for 30 points. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I really – we talked about Alex Newell in the previous episode about how our ideal is to have him playing second line center. If JT Confer is playing second line center for the Avs for majority of the year, which, which is possible. I, he could, I just don't think he has the potential that Alex Newhook has. Yeah. It's, he just simply does it. I mean, he's the safe option. It's yeah. if Alex Newhook is just not ready for that role and you want to load up Rantanen with McKinnon, you throw Comfort in there. And if that's the case, we're talking about going into April and spending some prospects on another center. Cause like, I, I love JT. I feel like we've been like, not intentionally. I feel like we've been a little harsh on him opening up here. I don't, that's not intentional. We love JT, but if that's the way we're going at second line center, it's not going to stay that way for game one of the playoffs. And we, we, I feel like we probably, if we were doing the show last year before I came on and we talked about Val Nichushkin playing second line, we were probably saying the same things about how, yo, this probably isn't the best to have That's a him. great point. That's and, a great point. And JT could burst out. He could. But just looking at his seasons, you can expect 35, 40 points from him. 40 would be a career high. If you get that, I mean, that's not a bad thing from a third line guy. It's yeah. just if that's your second line guy, not very good. Right. I mean, him playing with Newhook on the third line for most of last season worked out pretty well. They were very inoffensive together, and they just generally did their job for the most part. This feels kind of mean to say. I just feel like Comfer is just kind of there sometimes. I don't I don't want to say forgettable because that feels mean, but... It's not forgettable. He's just consistent. Yeah, we he's know just... What- we know what JT Comfort is going to bring every night. There's yeah. going to be the occasional game where he scores multiple goals and gets a couple points. And then there's also going to be the games where he just has, he's plus one, one shot on goal and two hits. Like that's just JT Comfort. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's actually kind of refreshing looking at his game logs. Like it's once every five or six games, he scores a goal yep. and he, he'll pick up a point maybe halfway through that run. And he finishes the season with above 30 points. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of hard to squeeze a lot of content out of this because you know what Comfort is and you know what he's going to be this season and going into each game it's not like he's ever really particularly bad and he's not a game breaker he's just a a really solid middle six guy. Yeah, I think if he's your third line center you're in a great spot. He's yeah, a great you're doing third line you're center. doing just fine, especially yeah. if you stick him on the wing on the third line you're doing even better. Yeah, he is a great third line player, and that's nothing to be sneezed at. He's he's a really good third line player. He's responsible defensively. Um, he's kind of gotten his PK time taken down. He's not on the PK nearly as much as he used to, but when you add guys like Bow and Lecky, Cogliano and Helm to it, that's obviously going to take away some reps for him. Um, but I really think he's a good breaking case of emergency player to put in the top six. Yeah. I mean, he's just a guy that's good to have around as an option where yes. he's he's not bad. You're not throwing him up there and like just praying it works out. You know how it's going to work when JT Comper's up there. He, he's just going to do his job. He's going to be he's going to be inoffensible out there um, and he's not going to hurt anything. He's not going to do anything that makes you go, wow, but he's going to do his job. And that's all you can ask for. 
But one thing about JT Comfer, he may not be the best regular season player, but he has shown he has a knack for scoring in big games. Some I, mean, of, I mean, some of my favorite goals from the entirety of last season came from JT Comfer. Game yes. six against St. Louis, we that series goes seven without JT Comfer. He had the, the game of his life. And I said this immediately after it ha- immediately after the goal happened. The go-ahead goal in game three against the Edmonton Oilers is probably my favorite goal of the entire run. I, uh-huh. I said in the moment, I wish I caught it on camera. I was like, that's the end of the series. The series is over. Talk about zero to hero because people forget he took that terrible penalty. <laughs> I know. He, he came the- out of the box, like literally yeah. – Five seconds before that goal happens, he is coming out of the box, and then he scores that goal. And granted, Mike Smith should not have had that puck go through him, but that was a hell of an effort from JT to even yeah. get that puck. Who was who was on him at that point? Bouchard. Bouchard. Yeah, Bouch. He throws Bouchard off of him and sneaks it right through Mike Smith. He didn't even know he scored, yeah. but that that was such a, a killer goal that that. The series was over. And I, I know bold take that they were going to be up three, nothing at that point, but that was just such a momentum killing goal. The Oilers hit the post 10 seconds earlier and you immediately go up after they tied it earlier in that period. It was just like, we're done here. Yeah. I mean, it, the thing about JT comfort is he can, he has those moments. He does. He just he's he a- randomly has that gene where it's just you don't hear from him forever, and then two goals in game six against You know him. who he reminds me of? I, you're, you may be too young to remember this guy when he played for the Avs. He reminds me a lot of Stefan Yell. Do you remember Stefan Yell? Might have been a little before my time. I think it was because he he was a huge part I, of it. I know who you're talking about, yeah. but I never I don't really have a ton of memories of him. No, no, no. Yeah, no, but he reminds like Stefan Yell was one of those guys who He's loved by Avs fans because he just played for, I think he played for the team for like five or six years. And he was just kind of like JT Comfort. He he scored big goals in big moments and did his job. Like, he, that's just who he is. If you look it up, Stefan Yell, he missed, uh, it was game three of the Western Conference Finals against the Blues. And he missed a wide open net in like triple overtime and they ended up losing off of it. Um, and then he scored the game winning goal in game four. So he just reminds me a lot of Stefan Yell. Um and that's just who JT Confer is. Like, I even think back, what year was it that we faced San Jose in the playoffs? 19. 19? He yes. scored in game six. Him and Jost were, went off in game yes, six. Was, yes, that was 19. Yeah, game six against San Jose, like pre-cup run, is one of my favorite abs games. Yeah. And those two went off in that game. Hey, the game that of their game, lives. That game was so much fun. I yeah. hate that we lost that series because that that is such a – Fun fucking game. Yeah, it was a great game, but I, I can you can expect JT Comfort to score a big goal in in the clutch. That's just what he does because he even did against uh, Calgary earlier in that season. He had uh, in that playoff run. I think he scored the one to tie it in game two. Yeah, he just, in 2019. He like he just had a crazy playoff run where yeah. he was scoring massive goals. He had four goals in 12 games in that run. He, he did. He, he is just a clutch player. And I really, I really just don't want to see him at the second line center because I think he's going to get really picked on by Avs fans. Yeah. It's like, it's just, it's just not what he's built for. He's not built to be a top six play driving center between Val Nachushkin, Arturi Lekin, and potentially like Landeskog or Rantanen or a guy like that. That's just not what his skill set 
is built for. He's been here long enough that we know what JT Comfort is. He's works best when he's on the third line and when everyone forgets about him and he comes through in the biggest moment possible. Yes. I, I completely agree. And that's where I want him to be. He's carved out. He, he's going to play a long career because he's just going to be just this type of player for his entire yeah, career. He's, gonna, he's like, I don't imagine he comes back after this contract expires. I imagine he's going to go to like, maybe like a fringe playoff team and is just going to be that guy throughout his entire career for maybe the next eight years, whether he goes to like, I don't, I don't know, LA or something like that. I'm just, I first, I don't know why it was LA that came to my mind first, but <laughs> I have no idea why it's at the Kings, but just, I don't know. A team like that, where dreams a Montreal Canadian to me, that would mm, that would make <laughs> some sense. But just he's gonna go there. He's gonna be a guy like he'll he'll top out at twenty goals one year. Might be this year. You never know. But and the playoffs roll around, and he's gonna score two goals in a, a series, and that's just gonna be it. He's gonna probably make probably. I imagine he's gonna make maybe three, three and a half on his next contract again. I feel like he gets paid for what he does. I don't think he's going to get a big raise. So if we want to bring him back, I guess we could. We could, but we'll see how this year goes. I I doubt it. Unless he has like a whole Nachushkin-esque breakout, which I I just, I haven't seen it with him where I see a, a exponential increase in what he does. Maybe he hits 40 points this season and 20 goals. Maybe he goes 20 and 20 in both the departments. Thing with, the thing with Val is he was this analytical darling. And it was going to happen. Like, exactly. It was just, the, the finishing was never there yeah. with Comfer. I feel like the finishing is there. Is there. What he it does. Is. Yeah, it is. Hey everybody. Hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. Interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can feel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right, make your first bet up to $1,000, and if you don't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Even though hockey's over, there is still plenty to bet on at DraftKings Sportsbook. And best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, back to the episode. Like I, I feel like JT Comper just makes sense, doesn't it? Like yeah. e- everything about his game just makes sense. Dude, like, he, shot, yeah. he, he shot 17% last year and 21% in 2020. Like he he didn't shoot ever. That's one of the things he doesn't do is he does not shoot the puck ever. No. So we know what JT Comfort is. If he's your second line center, we got a little bit to be worried about. Uh, But if he's your third line center, that is a, he's up there with one of the best third line centers in the league. Like that's mean. He's just, he's just a real solid depth guy. 
man, I, I, re- I really like how I described him just a moment ago. He just makes sense. The things he does, when you watch him, the results he puts up make sense. His analytics just kind of make sense. Everything he's, just kind of matches and gels together. He's a good hockey player. He's a really good. He's better at hockey than I will be at anything in my entire life. Yes. And he's a Stanley Cup champion now. And he's so. a Stanley Cup champion, and he's going to get some pretty decent money on his yes. next contract. And he has the potential this season to put up some good numbers because, like we just talked about with Alex Newhook on the last episode, if he does get that second-line center role for whatever reason, the opportunity is going to be there for him to put up more points. I don't think like a 2020 season's out of the question, 20 goals, 20 assists. He, he can do that. Can, I mean, I mean if he keeps shooting at that percentage, it's possible with those minutes. The only thing is, is he's going to have to shoot yeah. now because you look at that 21% shooting percentage, he had 47 shots <laughs> in 48 games. He Almost a shot per game, dude. Barely a shot per game. And What was McKinnon's shot? Them, what, what was his shot total that year? For who? <laughs> McKinnon. For McKinnon. I'd, I'd have to quickly go through that but. probably have to be i'm gonna guess in the 300 400 range because McKinnon, this this season mckinnon had 300 shots 200, <laughs> 299 shots the season before which was the shortened season mckinnon had 206 in 48 <laughs> games jt comfer had 47 48, <laughs> 48. oh man it's we know what JT Comfort is. It's not a bad thing. We just he's a very good player, but if he's our second line center, there are going to be questions there's, about him. There's going to be questions. I I think he can hit 40 points this season. It's not that it's not that big an increase. If he plays 82 games, all he would need is seven more points, and I think a 15 percent shooting percentage. If he starts shooting, is pretty realistic looking at his track record for the most part. I think he can do it. I don't know if he hits. Tw- I think eighteen is pretty reasonable for him. And I think if he if he's playing with Val and is finding his way up to be playing with McKinnon or Rantanen every once in a while, he'll accidentally back his way into some points and possibly hit forty. No, it's definitely a possibility with him. Um, I just. <sighs> I really want to see Newhook at the second line center, but I, yeah. I just JT Comfort is the safe option. He's the safe choice to play at second line center. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like in a, I'm, I don't know who we play for game 35. So I'm just going to say like, just for game 35, 55 of the regular season, it's the middle of the season. No one cares. You're playing the San Jose sharks. You put Comfort up there just to see. Like I I don't I really don't see a world where game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs, JT Comfort is your second line center. I think it's just something that you do every now and again wow. just to just to te- test the mix and everything. And I could I can see a moment where he's on the second line and not playing center. He's playing wing and maybe he's with Rantanen and he bumps like there's just there's gonna be a lot of playing around. Jared Bednar, he's gonna have all of his toys this season and he's just he's gonna piece them all together and just see how everything fits. There's going to be some weird lineups some night. Oh yeah. There's going to be some weird lineups, but to give JT comfort credit for last year, he bounced back because there were definitely some, there were some people after that 2020, 2021 season where it was a little bit shocking that the abs kept comfort and traded Jost because Jost had a better year last year in 2020. He he was better. And 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 they they gave Comp for a chance in the early part of the season, and they gave Jost a chance 
and Comfer is the guy who delivered. We we forget. We talked about this before we started recording. It's like when Comfer got hurt in November, he had five goals. That was leading the team. Yep. Like <laughs> in like that like that twelve game stretch where it's like there really was not a lot of scoring from the Abs at that point, and Comfer just like randomly had like a two goal game, and that just put him at the top. I think like Ranton had like four goals or something. Yeah. But when Comfort got hurt, we were like, that kind of sucks. He was playing pretty well. Well, it just sucked because we were talking about how in 2020 he had such a tough year. And then... that, that's what it was. He was yeah. halfway to his goal total. Yep. That that was the conversation. Thank you for reminding me about yeah. that. I was like, why did we talk about this so much? Oh, because yep. right, he was halfway to his goal total, like seven games into the season. Yeah. And then they got hurt and he came back. He wasn't, it wasn't bad. He, he, he turned into JT Comfort. Yeah, he went from slightly better JT Comfer to JT Comfer, and that's fine. Yeah, that's completely fine. So what's uh what's what's predictions for next year? What are we thinking? I'm I'm saying forty points. I'm I'm gonna say scores eighteen goals and twenty two assists. Okay, I like that. I almost said thirty two assists because I'm bad at math. But yeah, no, I I I don't want to agree with you. I want to be different. I, I think I think he gets 35. I think that's where he's going to be at. I think 35, 18, and 17. That's where I think he ends at. I'm going to throw a, a just something just to, for the sake of being different. I'm going to throw a prediction out there. I don't know how much I believe this, but it's a possibility that maybe when the playoffs roll around, JT Comper's not here. We There's get, a possibility. We get to that. the trade deadline, and depending on what they do for the rest of free agency, if they sign anybody, but if we're talking about bringing in like a big addition – Comfort makes three and a half and expires after this season. There is a world where we're trying to bring in a big guy, don't have the space. Comfort goes out the other way. I mean, we were already talking about trading Comfort this offseason if we wanted to yeah. re-sign Capri. Like, yeah. It's just until he's not here anymore, Comfort is just always that guy. Like he's the, the tradable money. And yep. I'm a little surprised he didn't get traded. Not that surprised, but. I, for some reason, thought that maybe they were going to move out some money and bring in a few more pieces, but they like Comfer, and I like Comfer. Everybody likes Comfer. I mean, when you look at what Kadri signed for, if you trade Comfer, you can you can re-sign Kadri, but that's only for one but year. But it's for seven years, $7 million, long-term, unsustainable. So, but I, I think if he does 35 points, if he's still with the Avs at the playoffs, they'll be good. Yeah, uh, he, it's just he, JT Comfer is going to be JT Comfer again. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. He's just a very good NHL player. We can't expect him to have a breakout year because it just he's gotten plenty of games. He's played 341 games in the league so far. And this is just kind of what he is. And that's that's fine. So, But if we're expecting to be our second-line center, I think we're going to be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, there's going to be some disappointment there. So what are you thinking for a grade? Um, Regular season, I think B – but the goals he scored in the playoffs were huge, so I'm going to bump him up to a B plus. I, I was going to give him two separate grades. I have him B minus regular season, B plus in the playoffs just for those massive goals. You put that together, it's a B. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. If you're talking a third-line guy, you get a B out of him. I'll take that all day. Yeah. Because usually where teams fall apart is that third line. Yeah. And... I mean, you look at Vegas right now. They do yeah. not have a third line. So Vegas would kill for JT Confer. On J- JT Confer might be on the top line in vegas possibly quite possibly he could be so yeah i mean 
we know what we're getting out of JT Comfer. Hopefully he's still playing third line and we'll uh we'll hopefully be talking about another uh player review preview for him next year, but he'll probably be on a different team. Most likely. It's just I don't see a a world where we just sign JT Comfer to the same deal and just continue to have these same conversations again about possibly moving out money. Unless he's willing to take less or has a great season this year. Who knows? It's all on the table for JT Copper this year. Yeah. So I'm going B. You went B plus. I went B plus. All right. So that's going to do it for us on this player review slash preview edition on Comfer when we are back in a couple of days. We're not going to be doing one. We're going to be doing just the depth as a whole. We're going to be doing Cogliano. We're going to be doing Helm. We're going to be doing O'Connor. Might talk about Ben Myers. I don't know. We haven't had the conversation yet. We'll see where it goes. But that's going to do it for us on this edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at G Young's NHL. You can follow Christian at Christian underscore belay. And you can follow the show at Tell It Abs It Is. Use promo code at Tell It Abs It Is at SeatGeek for $20 off your first order of $50 or more. Hockey tickets are out now. Single season tickets are out now, and you can get them now. And from my experience, it's a pretty good idea to just get ahead of the line while yes. you can. So use promo code TELADAPS it is for access to the offer. But that's going to do it for us. We'll catch you all next time talking about the depth. But until then, let's go abs. Go abs.